Hello everyone, this is Will the Ghost Witch. You're listening to the Ghost Witch Podcast, where we talk about witchcraft, spirituality, the occult, and anything that we find interesting. Today we've got a very special guest on our show. Uh, She is a student of esoteric knowledge, theology, uh, and she's also a meditation specialist. Uh, Mott, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Well, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Um, On this show, we like to start off by picking a rune of the day out of the bag. So go ahead and do that. And our rune of the day is Raido. Raido means uh, ride. So this is often uh, a journey that we're embarking on, um, some kind of new adventure. And uh, I feel like that's definitely appropriate for this conversation um, Mott and I had the opportunity to talk and discuss some of the topics that uh, she has some expertise in, and uh, this should be a really good show. Um, Mott, I know that you gave me a list of some topics uh, that you wanted to cover. Um, first off, before we get into that, I'd just like to uh, kind of allow you to introduce yourself. Who are you and what do you do? Hi, well, um, my name is Maya, and right now I am a student of esoteric knowledge and theology. Uh, My mission is to answer the call of the universe, which is to raise the vibration of humanity. Um, Right now, as we all know, um, there's a lot going on. Um, Our humanity globally is making a shift, whether it be, you know, with the coronavirus. Um, We've never seen anything like this happen before in our lifetime or in our parents' lifetime. And I think now is the perfect time for healers and people up and to connect with each other and to let everybody know about this secret knowledge that's been hidden from us for so long. I completely agree with you there. And I I feel like even people who um, maybe weren't necessarily feeling it before or were not tapping into their their call to raise their vibration and consciousness um, in this unique time are are really being called to do so. So I think holding these kind of conversations is really important right now. Yeah. Uh, The first thing that you talked about so when we put this out uh, we talked about the akashic record um and uh you gave me some bullet points here that you wanted to hit um before we get into those what for people who don't know what is the akashic record what what does that mean okay well the akashic records um there was a a description of it in 1800s where they started calling it the Akashic records from the Buddhist word Akasha. And pretty much it's a description of the fourth realm. You can call it the fourth dimension. Um, but it's a place in our mind that everyone has and that everyone can go to. And it holds all the records of our past, present and our future. And it also is a place where we go to heal. Hmm. So you mentioned fourth dimension. Um, what is, what would that be? What is the difference between um, our three dimensional world and uh, the fourth dimension that you're describing? Okay. Well, if you just think of it as terms of matter. So if you had an idea where you said, I want to create a table, you had that thought 
in the quantum realm, it came to you and you just sparked the idea, I have to make this table. And when you made it, you manifested it in the physical realm. So all creation is created in this creative space, which then it comes into our emotional, it comes into our mental, it comes into our physical, and then we bring it to light. So really, it's the the God force realm of, of vibration where we receive information and we're able to bring it into our physical life. Hmm. Now, I know that you, um, one of the things that you do is uh, you're a meditation specialist. Is, is this something that meditation can help us with? Is this something we can access through or using meditation? Right. That's exactly how you access it. So people who maybe aren't that um, knowledgeable about meditation or maybe they don't really know the different levels or different degrees of it, it's very easy to access these records All you have to do is um, first let go of everything that you've been told and and your pathway will be open for you to receive the information. So um, the way I explain it to people is imagine yourself, you know, sitting there, then imagine yourself in an out-of-body experience looking at yourself, then imagine yourself leaving that and you see the, the, the earth. Then imagine yourself even drifting further away from that. And then now you see the solar system, you see all the planets, you see our sun, but even separate yourself further away from that into where there's just darkness. And when you're in this darkness, you can actually receive the information that you want because you're separating yourself from the physical world. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. And I also want to ask, too, um, I think you've described it very succinctly and and beautifully. Um, You know, there's a lot of very complicated um, courses and books that people write on this. I think you put it in a really uh, succinct way. Um, I guess the next question I would have is why? Why would somebody want to Um, come out of their body to go into the astral realm and to access the Akashic records? What would be the purpose? Okay. Well, the purpose of this is because um, it it, it all has to do with, with your soul. And so everybody is here for a reason. Everybody has a purpose. And when you find that purpose, you tend to learn that everybody has the same soul purpose and you can't heal or ascend after this life or escape the three dimensional realm until you come to this knowledge, because then you're going to be stuck in the trap of the physical and the mental and emotional. And without healing from trauma, without healing from the past, you can't move on to your future. So you'll have to redo the the karma cycle all over again until you learn this. Sounds a little bit like if you, uh, if you were to fail um, sixth grade and you have to go back and repeat it because you need to get that in order to move forward. Would you say that's an accurate metaphor? Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, one thing is like, if we are stuck in everything that we've been told, 
um, to bring up Christianity, you know, we're born a sinner, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is hope and pray for the grace of God to get to heaven. If you believe that, and you truly believe that soul that, that you're just born a sinner and there's nothing you can do and that your children are going to be born sinners. Well, you are keeping yourself in that realm, in that state of mind, and you won't be able to descend. Does that make sense? Mm, absolutely. And you brought up a, you brought up a, a very, a point that's really near and dear to my heart about um, being able to participate in this, um, having a, an active role in our own, um, our destiny and our healing. Um, you, you talked a little bit about, and you touched on uh, reincarnation already. Um, I'm interested in a note here that you put down about um, healing ourselves, uh, ancestral healing, and then soul paths and contracts for reincarnation. Um, so I'm curious about that healing ourselves, ancestral healing, and then contracts for reincarnation. Um, that sounds like that all ties into this, right? Yeah, um, I'd like to dive deeper in the uh, healing ourselves and the ancestral healing part. So when we're healing ourselves, so if you think about a person who has had a drug addiction and, you know, they've really been struggling with being sober and they just feel like they can't live a sober life, it's not because um, they have a problem with that drug. It's because they have a problem with reality and because they don't have the techniques and the knowledge to be able to heal themselves from their own reality, they turn to substances, they turn to alcohol, they turn to toxic relationships. And then what that does is bring them even lower and feeling even emptier than they did before they decided to take a substance. So when you're able to go into deep meditation and be alone with yourself, you, you get to learn about what it is you're missing, what it is you're seeking, and what you need to do to heal from the pain rather than the reality. The reality that we live in is false um, when it comes to money, when it comes to food. If you think about you know, us having to pay for water and food, even though we need it to survive. You know what I'm saying? So when you escape the illusion, you're able to heal yourself. Now, ancestral healing, if you think about a person who was told that um, their ancestors were slaves. Now, whether you believe that to be true or not, if you go on your life thinking that your ancestors were slaves and that's all they are, you have to heal your past DNA. You have to heal from that past and let go of that so that you don't carry it on in your own life. You don't carry it on in the present. You don't let what happened in the past control your future or how you feel about people in the present. So that um, goes along with ancestral. Think about people who have to break family cycles, whether it be alcohol abuse, whether it be domestic uh, violence issues. Healing from your past and, and from the sins of your father is very important on um, moving forward. Mm. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack in there. Right, and yeah. it, um, it, it comes to responsibility too, right? I mean, to, to recognize that um, not only is it possible, but it's, necessary in order to 
discontinue to, to heal from this cycle that so many people from previous generations have continued and perpetuated, right? Right. Yeah. And it could be something as simple as realizing that we're here for more than just to pay rent and go to work and go to sleep and have kids, you know, even breaking that cycle and being able to teach your children and teach your family, you know, what their soul path is and what their soul purpose is, it breaks that cycle. So then you don't have to go again and repeat it or pass on that curse to your next generation. So I'd like to move on to the soul paths and contracts, if that's okay, or if you have anything you'd like to add. Um, I do have one question that probably is going to segue into that topic. Um, What do you think is the origin of these um, ancestral traumas, these limiting beliefs that just get passed on and passed on, the, the very ones that we're talking about healing from? Um, where would you say that that, that comes from or originates from? Well, um, I don't know if I want to dive that deep. Maybe we could do that on a private conversation, but just to scratch the surface that comes from our common enemy. Um, just like anything in the world, as there's a cause and effect, we have a common enemy that knows this information and feeds off of our fear, our worry, our despair, the unknown. And when we're in a state of, of those feelings, we aren't able to overcome. So just think of it as like an algorithm in, in a computer that, that just keep, wants to keep rerouting people to the wrong way so they can keep people on their site. Um, there's energies and forces that work against us that feed off of the space we allow them to have in our mind. Hmm. I do feel like we could have an entire um, podcast episode yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, but that it comes um, from our common enemy. And um, to sum it up, that our common enemy is fear and worry. And that those energies don't have any space in the physical world. The only space that they have is through thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. And the more we feed and into the lies and deceit, the more power they have. Hmm. And it sounds like these practices of meditation, of breaking these cycles, of accessing these records, um, is how we we overcome that. Yeah. And and at first it hurts, you know, Um, it's kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid. It, when you're going through healing, especially like ancestral healing and healing from your past, reliving those experiences through your memories and letting them go, um, it can be painful. But once you get to the other side, there's a lot of relief on the end of that. Um, and there's only room for more growth. So it's very important that um, everybody hears about this and learns about this so that they can move on and be more successful in everything they do. And it sounds like too, if if we don't do it, that it's uh, kind of the universe and whatever you want to call these forces are going to keep bringing it up because it needs to be healed. And so it's going to keep giving us opportunities, right. In order to, to finally do our work and to heal it. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, moving on to our next topic, we're talking about soul paths and uh, contracts for reincarnation. Right. Yeah. So the way that ties into the Akashic Records, um, a good analogy I like to use is the Greeks have something called the Sisters of Fate. And one sister takes the thread, hands it to the another sister that, you know, puts out the link. And then the third sister cuts the fate. Um, <clears throat> I think it's in one of the Iliad or the Odyssey or something like that. But pretty much the everything that we go through in our lives, whether it's hard, whether it's good, whether it's a battle we have to overcome, we made an agreement with our spirit guides before we came here that we could overcome th- those trials so that we can move on to the next um, I'm sorry, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Hello? Yes, I can hear you still. Okay, I'm sorry. Can I start over? It was uh, echoing. Yeah. All right, you want me to send you a new link and try reconnecting? No, I'm, we're great. Can we just keep going? Oh, yeah, that works fine. Okay, yeah. So pretty much our fate and everything that was um, hurting us in our lives that we need to heal from, we already agreed that we could overcome this with our spirit guides and with the God within us. And so most people here already have a soul contract. They just haven't dove deep enough into their past lives. They haven't dove deep enough into um, their healing to be able to remember these things. And so when you think about everything that happened in your life that hurt you, but yet you were overcome it, you're, you're stronger because of that. And with those things, you're able to help people who have been through similar experiences. And you're also smarter after you overcome these things, because you no longer allow certain uh, situations to come into your life like that again. So that's what I pretty much mean by a soul contract. So when, when we come here, we're reincarnated with a purpose. And that's how uh, you move up in the spirit world. Mm. And uh, if I hear you right, it sounds like by doing this kind of meditation, by going to the astral realm and accessing the Akashic records, um, then we're able to... Um, do this work that we're here to do. We're able to get perspective and to see how we can heal these ancestral wounds and end these cycles of trauma. Is that accurate, would you say? Right, yeah. And the main thing is once we heal ourselves, we have to heal others as well. And it's not a matter of who or why, but we have to heal other people. And it, it could be something as simple as you know, giving a homeless person a cup of water, spreading that love energy to everyone unconditionally is, is the language of God and the language of love in my book. Mm. That's powerful medicine. (laughs) Yeah. And um, as far as healing others, you know, I've, I've heard it said that um, we really can't, heal others in the way that people think of like, I'm going to fix you kind of thing, but rather hold space for them to be able to recognize the the light within themselves and their own um, purpose of being their own contracts that they have in this incarnation. 
Would you agree with that? I I do agree with that perfectly, especially when it comes to people that we know or people uh, like our parents or people that are are in our our, It's really hard to share, you know, this kind of information and knowledge with them because they've seen where we've started. They've seen where we overcome. It's kind of like a biased thing. So if you really want to help people, the best person or people that you can help is people that you don't even know. And I don't mean, you know, going to a gas station and saying, hey, have you ever been to the Kashuk Records, you know, but just spreading <laughs> that light and positivity to people and maybe sparking their interest a little bit can help. And it's something as simple as you smiling, even though that sounds kind of mundane and all oh, really just smiling. But if you just make the little conscious effort to just try to be a little bit of light to anybody that that light will shine and spread further. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think sometimes, you know, a lot of us get caught up in things having to be um, like a big grand gesture or that um, these kind of awakenings happen in this flash of bright lights and there's thunder in the mountains. Sometimes it's more you know, gradual. Sometimes it's just, you know, opening people up or opening yourself up just a little bit at a time and letting the light in and then that kind of building on itself. Yeah. Um, in my experience. Yeah. Now, you, when you talked about um, in the next bullet point here, understanding the patterns of the world, um, do you feel like that uh, kind of transitions into that? Like you're talking Exa- about. Exactly. So, that- uh, into the world and the simplest of things the sun going down and the moon coming up um, that we live in a world where our earth rotates around the sun other planets rotate around that and we have to understand that our life in the present is a small part of the bigger scheme of things and once you Um, just be instead of doing you live in a way better state of mind so um, to make that more simpler instead of having to go to meditation to escape reality living in a constant state of meditation and being aware of everything around you and being aware that regardless of what you do or don't do the world will go on the universe will go on time will go on and you're just moving with it gracefully as far as a flower you know when it blooms it's not worried about when it's gonna die it's not worried about if someone's gonna step on it it just sits there and it's beautiful and and it enjoys the sun and we kind of have to be able to separate ourselves from that and that goes back into um, understanding the three dimensions understanding the physical realm the mental realm, and the emotional realm. Once we separate ourselves from that and we realize that we're far more greater and powerful than any of those three dimensions on this physical plane, we're able to move in light. We're able to move in righteousness, move in love, because we're not so focused on, you know, what somebody said to us three months ago. We're not so focused on an ex. We're not so focused on what our physical body looks like. 
because we realize that we're far more powerful than, than those three things. To me, ascending, that's learning well, or I call it godhood, really. Mm. And there's just, I see so many um, religions and philosophies and belief systems that all seem to you know, point to that same idea you know even the you know there's a lot of incongruities in the english language but one of them that makes sense to me is that we're called a, a human being rather than a human doing that oh it's, i love that um, right that it's our state of we are um that we are in this it's not like we're we have to do something to become uh, human. It's not like there's some action that we have to take. It's that it, kind of like with your meditation, uh, you're talking about, you know, relaxing into that which we, we already are. Um, if that's something that you also agree with. Yeah, you explain that really great. Hmm. Well, that's all the, the bullet points. I feel like each of these topics could have probably a book or multiple books uh, written about them. Um, is there anything else that you want to say in closing? Any kind of anything you want to leave uh, the listeners with? Yeah, I would like to leave the listeners with this. If you really want to learn how to separate from the dense illusion of our physical realm, erase everything that you've been taught about who you are, about what you are. There's is race. There's no such thing as borders. There's no such thing as time. We are all one race, one people, and those are the human beings that you were talking about before. Hmm. Well, Matt, thank you so much. This has been a beautiful experience and interview. I hope that a lot of people um, can get at least something out of this that they can take and apply in their own lives to connect even more. Um, I'm going to put uh, Mayotte's information in the description. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at supreme underscore healing. Um, are there any other places that people can follow you or learn more about what you do? Uh, no, that's about it. All the information's there. Um, my phone number is on my Instagram if you would like to get a reading or try one of my systems. I have a 30 days and a 60 days and a 90 days to a better you. Um, it's really powerful information and it'll help anybody heal from anything, no matter how dark it is. Mm. Well, thank you again, Mayotte. And thank you everyone for listening here on the Ghost Witch channel. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Join us next week. Uh, we'll be talking about something equally as cool, we hope. So thanks everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Blessed be.